You're listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, episode number 124. Ever wondered how you can let someone know that you just don't support them? Looking for ways to show someone you really don't care. We've all been there. So here are four easy ways to say, I don't got your back. Or, you know, identify which of your own loved ones aren't truly there to support you. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters. Each week, I bring you inspiring messages to help you create the life you're meant to lead. Buckle up, buttercups. Hey, Fear Busters. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to talk about one of my favorite topics, actually so many favorite topics, but this one is something that when I get started, it's really hard for me to stop because I get out my soapbox and I just go. And that is this issue of support. So as you may or may not know, depending on if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, I've been doing a lot of episodes this year on change and how to support you through change and identify um, the resources you need um, to get your motivation going, all sorts of stuff. And now I want to talk about what support is in place for you or not in place for you, as the case may be. So I'm going to kick off this little mini series on support today with what support is not. Because a lot of us out there, and you know who you are, uh, just do not have the right type of support in place to help you go through a significant change. And it may be that the change you're going through is to get away from people who are not supportive. So I wanted to shine a light today on what support is not. And it's something that I think we all have a clue about, um, but we may not think too much about it or be able to exactly say, well, this is what's going on and I don't feel support from that person. So I want to talk about this and really understand, help you understand what support is not. Because here's the, here's the deal, is when you're going through change, not everyone in your life is going to be on board with that. And that's just the sad, cold, hard truth about going through changes. And it may not be malicious. It may be that they're just trying to get used to your changing and the things that you're doing that are different. Because when you make a change, it affects everyone around you. But there are people out there who have some things that they do that seem malicious or are malicious. And we're going to talk about four of those things today to watch out for, because not everyone, even if they say they're supportive, is supportive. And that's something really to keep in mind, because I think we sometimes think that just because someone has the same last name as us, we have the same blood running through our veins, or we live in the same household, that we are inherently supportive of each other. And that's just not always the case. And you know, you know in your bones when someone isn't truly supportive. So here are the four things that I want you to watch for to identify if anyone around you is doing these things. And if so, they may really not have your back. And hmm, 
that might not be too terribly helpful as you're going through your change. So the first thing that someone might do to show that they are not supporting you is to criticize. Ugh. So this one is where they just kind of blatantly state what they think. And it's very critical. It could be something like, you know, when you share what you want to do, they say, oh, that's stupid, or why would you want to do that? And it's, it's pointing out the things that you're doing wrong. And it's really not helpful at all. You know, those people who just kind of say these critical things. And, and I want to make a distinction here because there can be constructive criticism and that can be truly helpful. Um, and we're going to talk about that on what support looks like. So we're going to kind of save that for the next uh, episode. But there's the destructive criticism that's, that's not helpful at all. It's just, it seems like a way to tear you down and to point out what's wrong. And we all know what that feels like. It, it kind of digs into us, especially if it's someone who's super close to us, someone that we want to be able to count on. It could be a parent, it could be a spouse or a partner or a really good friend. And if they are criticizing, that gives you a clue that, oh, you know, this, this may not be a good fit right now. And it may be that they're not always like that and just happen to be. And it, that might be a key for you to kind of sit down with them and say, hey, what's going on here? You know, this isn't how you usually are. But you may have people in your life who seem to always be critical every time not only you, but someone else brings up something that they want to do, something positive, a change that they're making in their life. And this person is just always pointing out what's wrong with it. So keep an eye out for that. Number two, the second way that you can, uh, the second thing that people do that will show you that they don't have your back is to belittle your efforts. Okay, so this is kind of like attacking you. And it's similar to criticizing. Criticizing is, is, you know, can be pointing out what's wrong. Belittling is more of like attacking your character in a way. It's like belittling who you are. It's digging at your confidence. It's making those comments that really get under your skin because it, it's attacking your character. And it, it may be something like, you know, you're lazy, what makes you think you can change? That's just one of the examples that I thought of. And, and I'm sure that we can all sit down and think of a ton of other examples from people from all walks of life that have been, who've crossed our paths um, from the time we were little until our present time right now. But that's another thing to watch out for is when people are actually belittling you. So keep an eye out for that. The third way that you can tell if someone is not truly supportive is that they are a naysayer, okay? So it's like pointing out every single reason why you shouldn't do what you wanna do. So again, all of these are kind of similar to each other, but they have their own little nuances. So naysaying is just really um, like taking something positive and turning it into a negative. Like, you know, saying that, um, you know, talking about failure rather than the success and really kind of honing in on that. And so if you have ever watched Winnie the Pooh, and I know I'm bringing this up, but my son loved Winnie the Pooh when he was growing up and he loved Eeyore. And this is what I, the naysayer is who I consider Neor, every, Eeyore. Every time I think of, a, of Eeyore, I think of that. 
and, and vice versa. So it's kind of like, we're never going to make it. We're doomed. And just that, that kind of underlying negativity of not being able to see the good, not being able to see, um, what could be or the aspiration or the inspiration or the success and just really focusing in on everything that could go wrong. And that gets so energetically draining, especially when you're going through change, because when you're going through change, as you know, you're already kind of wondering, is this going well? Am I doing it right? You have bumps in the road, challenges, things that come up where you take a step back and you're stretching yourself. You are stretching yourself outside of your comfort zone as you go through change. So when you have this energy around you of like always focusing on what's going wrong, it's like we already do that to ourselves. We need people around us who are going to be those cheerleaders and to help us focus on the positive when we are being our own naysayer. So why the hell do we need other naysayers around us when we're wanting to change? So that's the third thing that you can notice. The fourth that I want to talk about, the fourth way that you can tell that someone may not have your back and be supportive is if they're giving you ultimatums. And this one is way different than the other three I just mentioned, but it is real people, you know? When you have someone who's giving you an ultimatum, uh, you know, it's either me or this thing that you're going after, that is super stressful, super unfair, and one of the least supportive things that someone could do. Is your change possibly a trigger for the people in your life? Absolutely. But it's their issue, okay? And if you want someone in your life who is going to support you and who is giving you ultimatums, that's a really, really big conversation that needs to happen because this is not fair. This is such an unfair thing for someone to do. They may not like what's going on for you. They may not like the changes they see. They may not like what your change is causing in their life because they might need to pick up the slack somewhere or they might start realizing that something isn't quite right that they want to change and that is really scary so it's coming out in this but this is something that can happen absolutely when people are feeling threatened and when people feel threatened they're going to come out swinging whether it's verbally uh, metaphorically uh, or otherwise and so giving ultimatums is a definite sign that someone is not being supportive so what I want to say about all four of these things so again criticizing belittling naysaying and giving you ultimatums so those four things are signs that someone's not supportive is does that mean that they can't be supportive absolutely not so what you can do is have a conversation with these people or person who is doing one two three or maybe all four of these things and see if you can switch things around because sometimes they don't realize that they're doing it um so i just want to say that little caveat but I also know that we probably all have people in our lives who do these things constantly, consistently, regardless of what we've said to them or asked them 
to do or not do anymore. Um, so we can certainly ask for people to change their approach and they have every right to not do that. So what can you do in those cases? And that's why I'm gonna give, just give you three quick tips of what you can do if you've got a person in your life who is not taking the hint and is just blatantly not getting over some of these things that they are doing that are not helping you and showing you that they do not have your back. So here again, three quick tips. First of all, if you know you have a person like this in your life, I would say just do not share your goals with them, okay? If you know they're not supportive, then they don't deserve to know what your plans are. And that might be a little controversial, but holy crap, we're heading into the holiday season. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for us to have conversations with many people in our lives. Could be family, friends, neighbors, extended family, whatever. And... There could be someone there who is just not supportive. So I would just say, just don't share your goals, okay? It's as easy as that. Maybe not easy, but simple, okay? So sometimes not always easy, but simple. All right, the second tip is to continue focusing on the positive, even in the face of their negativity. So you don't necessarily have to verbalize your positivity because that can be really exhausting when you've got someone who's constantly negative and trying to help them shift to the positive can just take up a lot of your energy. So I don't always recommend that. So if it's that's too taxing on you, then just do it in your mind. You don't have to have an actual conversation with them. It's just every time they make a dig is just you think of something that counteracts that. You think about the positive. You be your own cheerleader inside your head every time that they criticize or belittle or naysay or give an ultimatum is you're just kind of like, nope, I'm in my own little Pollyanna bubble and I'm just going to go forward as if this is not affecting me. So the more that you can shift um, into the positive, the less that's going to have an effect on you. Will it have an effect? It sure could, absolutely. But when you are in the room and you're not able to get out of the room and you've got some negativity going on, the only thing that you have control over at that point is how you respond to it, whether you say something or just think it. Okay, so that's tip number two. And tip number three is to just tune them out. Okay. And again, simple and yet not always easy is to just tune them out. So that could be even like walking into a different room or it's just starting another conversation with someone else and just not paying them any attention, not paying them any mind because that can be the chatter that triggers you. And if you know that that triggers you, then you need to find a way to get into a different space. And sometimes that does mean physically moving or that does mean redirecting conversation or starting a new conversation, ignoring someone, but somehow just tuning all of that out. Because again, you don't have control over what other people do, but you do have control over how you respond. So there are my three simple tips to help you deal with the people who don't have your back, those belittlers and criticizers and naysayers and ultimatumers, <laughs> if that's even a word. So go out there 
and deal with that negativity because you don't need that in your life as you're going through some kick-ass changes. So be blessed and I will catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. If you've been inspired, please share the podcast with your friends. You can find us on iTunes or at Creelin.com. K-R-Y-L-Y-N.com.